Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome to another edition of the B-Sides on Off the Woodwork here at 92.9 The Game. Today, catching up with Atlanta United Academy Director Matt Lowry. Matt, thanks for the time and your busy schedule right now. Thanks for having me, Jason. Always a pleasure. So where were you this past weekend when there were academy teams in, what, at least three different parts of the U.S.? Yeah, we were a little over the place. Um, our 12s are up in Philadelphia for a tournament up there um, at Philly Union spots. Our 13s, 14s were in Orlando for an international competition. And our 15s, 17s were at the Generation Adidas Cup this year that was held at IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida. And that's where I was. Um, okay. so choosing all of it, I, I went with the IMG location. Well, let's start with that. Um, GA Cup, how did it go for the 15s and the 17s? What were the big takeaways for you? Always great. I mean, these are competitions where we go in. There's international competition, other MLS academies. So it's just a great moment to see where we're at. Results didn't all go our way. 15s finished second in their group, didn't make it through out of goal difference. And then 17s were locked up with Austin FC, um, tied for that second place spot. And again, didn't get through off of goal difference. But again, we don't go there with the intent to win. We go there with the intent to see where we are and, and get a sense of the challenge level. Um, so I was really happy with some of our, our, our top prospects, how they performed, how they played. We had some really young kids playing up a year. Um, so it was really fun to see them react and overall happy with the teams as well. There's work to do. There's things we can improve. But that's the fun of it for us as coaches is going back to the drawing board and improving the players. I know one player that um, MLS and sponsors had identified coming into it was Ashton Gordon as one of the players to watch coming into the event. How did he handle you know, maybe that notoriety for the first time, and how were his performances? Ashton is always going to be the most hardworking kid on the field. Um, so he always gives us that, and he continued to give us that. I would put it more on us as a team. We weren't really able to get him the kind of service that we wanted to give him. Um, he played the nine for the 17s. Work rate was great when he was able to get a hold of the ball, held it up well. Just couldn't get him enough chances in front of net. And again, I, I put that down more to, to us and in, in, in the team, how we can help him get more situations in front of goal. Um, but Ashton always gives everything. We love him for that. The overall event, um, you've been to GA Cup plenty of times in these last few years. How do you feel like the level across the league is going with these teams coming in? MLS academies are really starting to push, um, challenge, and do a lot better. I remember three, four, even five years ago, we went to GA Cup, and the final four were three out of four teams were always international. This was the first year U17 Generation Adidas Cup 
four MLS academies were in the final four um, and Philly Union ended up winning it at the 17s level. So for us, MLS academies, it's getting better and better and better. That makes it more competitive, more fun, um, and it's really enjoyable to watch all of us progress. What's the report on the teams over in Orlando and, and what was that event? I know they had some international competition there, right? Yeah, not as much. Um, a lot of local club teams in Florida, some MLS academies as well, and then a couple um, sprinkling of some international teams. Okay. Teams did well. Again, no, we don't really think about results at those times, but we had some young players playing up. Really, really excited by our 2010 generation. Um, we kind of make that comparable to our 2005 generation, which obviously got us a lot of pros and, and was just a fun group to watch coming through. Our 2010s are really similar. A lot of really good talent in the in the local uh, areas for us there. So that's our U13 age currently. It makes us excited about that one. And in the U12s up in Philly, how often do the U12s get these kinds of trips outside of the metro area? Not enough. And that's been a big really? thing for us is we need to get more quality competition for our players at the younger ages. It's difficult to do. Um, we try to take the best players in the Southeast. And when you do that, it's difficult to find teams to play in the Southeast. That's just the, the, the marriage of the beast. So um, really important for us to get out of, of Southeast at times. And that was a really good moment for us to send our 12s up. Also just getting them acclimated to hotel life, to travel yeah. life. What's it like to, to be a young pro? These are things they need to learn as well. So it's not just on the field, it's off it. Yeah, that's one of the more underrated parts of the academy experience. I don't think it's talked about enough. You know, learning how to be a pro, because when you get that opportunity, whether it's Atlanta United 2 or the first team or preseason, if you haven't traveled with a team, it can be really difficult to adjust. Absolutely. And we took a young man on our U15 team, a player that we've already committed to, but he currently is at a local club. Um, and it was a lot for him just to take in the environment of the tournament. It's just different. Um, there's college coaches everywhere. There's agents, there's pro scouts. It's a different feel. And it took him kind of a game of, of dealing with that nervousness to get to his normal self. So the acclimation process for us is huge. It's really important. Is there anything that can be done to create more opportunities like this, whether it's Atlanta United leading the way or, or MLS as a whole or, or U.S. soccer in creating more opportunities for this kind of exposure? I think it's happening. You know, we, we talk about the MLS academies I and mean, I speak to other MLS directors on a, on a weekly, almost daily basis. So, of course, there's a competitive feel to it. We always want to be the best top dog in the moment, but we're all working together at the same time. We're trying to do the same thing for our kids and that's create competitive environments. Um, so we're starting to get little tournaments here or there that the different MLS academies are hosting and, and linking up together to make sure that we can do more and compete more together. So I do think it's happening organically. Um, we just need fields. I think in the U.S. we have a lot of room, a lot of space. The more organizations that can commit to building fields and big complexes, that means we can host more of these kind of cool events. Um, so, but I think it's happening. So the the schedule for the academy runs more like a school year kind of schedule as opposed to the MLS calendar. What's left in the calendar for you in this current season? Two really fun events. One is called MLS Next Flex. It's a little tournament that will be held in Bethesda, Maryland. Um, we'll go up and compete our 17s, 16s, and 15s. That'll be kind of our prep tournament for playoffs. And then becomes playoffs. So that'll be mid-June, June 17th to June 24th. Um, 15s, 16s, and 17s looking to qualify. All three are in an amazing spot within the league to be able to qualify. 
and then we'll give it a real go with those groups and, and see if uh, we can accomplish something special. We're seeing so many of the guys sign homegrown deals and, and Luke Brennan, his announcement for homegrown for next year is on the books. He's playing on a pro deal with the twos this year, along with Alan Carlton. You know, how rewarding is it for you to see like the number of academy players you're getting an opportunity to make a living in the game? It is the number one thing that keeps us going in this space. And that's why, look, you know, Generation Adidas Cup, we can walk away and say, okay, a moment for us to improve. Maybe we didn't give our our best during that week, but the, the end all be all for us is develop professional players, develop players that can affect the first team, that can affect the second team and can make a career in this game. Um, so I think, you know, all credit to, to Tony Annan and, and guys that started this academy from the very beginning, but now we're really seeing the fruit coming, you know, I mean, Luke Brennan is going to be an absolute player and we're so so excited about him getting to watch him for the twos for a year and then shove him up the first team and see what we can do but it's everything we talk about it's everything we live for it's it's the whole why behind our work so it's been awesome i think that pathway you know at times we we look at it as guys okay they don't sign that homegrown deal then what and you're seeing so many go to college and then get those pro opportunities afterwards and there's so many guys out of this current group who have uh, committed to big schools for the fall. Yeah, exactly. And the numbers are keep going. Um, Campbell Reese in our 17 just committed to Cornell. Owen Barnett, goalkeeper for us, just committed to Wake Forest. Um, so they're starting to roll out now. This is a fun time. And Ricky Davey, who's our college coordinator, also our U19 coach, does an incredible job of making sure we take care of every single individual because we know the pathways. Some are going to sign pro, some are going to go to college and still have a chance to come back and affect the first team. So we want to take care of every single kid in this academy. That's really big for us. So I got to ask you with today's announcement, Caleb Wiley getting his senior national team call. I mean, you've seen Caleb since he was a a tiny lad showing up at the training ground. Uh, What does this mean to you? Don't have a lot of words. That's probably what it means to me. But no, I'm just so excited for him. It's been his dream. Um, I'm sure at the younger ages, it felt like it wasn't even tangible for him. I remember sitting with player reviews when he was a kid. And yeah, coach, my goal is to play for the national team. And you kind of say it with a giggle, but he's doing it. I mean, he's actually doing it. So just having that sink in for him. I saw him this morning in the training room and just gave him a big hug and, and told him I was proud of him. And, and that was enough, right? So just so excited to see where he keeps going. And, and you know, nothing seems to be the limit for him. He's just flying right now. So, so excited for him. When those kinds of announcements happen, whether it's Caleb, whether it's the, the homegrown deal for Luke, you know, what kind of effect do you see across the academy, across the different age groups, uh, whether it's the coaches, whether it's the kids? It makes it tangible. I think it's one thing for us to watch, you know, videos of Lionel Messi as a young kid and, and dream to be that person. Um, they don't get to see Lionel Messi on a day-to-day basis. Our kids get to see Caleb Wiley. He's still in high school. They get to see him walk down to school here at the training ground. They get to see him pull in in the morning. It's, it's real for them. He's a kid that came through the same academy that they're going through right now. Um, and that's the beautiful moment when kids start to realize this is possible. If I put in the work, if I stay motivated, if I keep working, if I listen to my coaches, hopefully that's a piece of it. (laughs) Um, I'm going to have this chance the same way Caleb did. So it just makes it real for them. Another really cool thing at the training ground yesterday was Grady Jarrett of the Falcons being there and not just being there to watch the first team train, but actually taking some time to speak to the the younger players in the academy. It was a very cool thing. I thought he had some great advice for the kids. 
Yeah, so cool. And that was all Grady Jarrett. It was interesting. I, I got a note from the communications team and he wanted to. He he actually like was outspoken about, look, I want to speak to the kids. I want to be around that. I, I want to see what that's like. And I think it just speaks to him as a human being. And he gave some really, really good, good intelligence stuff for, for our, our, our 19s and our academy guys to, to think about. We'll be catching up with you throughout the season here on B-Sides at 92.9 The Game and Off the Woodwork. Matt, thanks for the time today. Appreciate it. Thank you, Jason. Always a pleasure. Welcome back to B-Sides on Off the Woodwork here at 92.9 The Game. Unfortunately, not a great weekend for Atlanta United to last time out. They were on the road at St. John's University and fell to a 2-0 loss to NYC FC 2. Just a disappointing night overall. A slow start with NYC getting an early goal. It felt like maybe the last 15 of the first half and the first 15 of the second half were the best moments for Atlanta United 2 in the match. Didn't get a lot going in the attacking third. And NYC put the game away with a second goal in the second half. Coming up this weekend, it is Atlanta United 2 hosting Orlando City B. That is on Sunday at Fifth Third Bank Stadium in Kennesaw. Big opportunity to see the young talent that is on display from Atlanta United. Really curious to see the response to what was the most disappointing performance of the season at NYC. And I want to see if the uh, if the intensity, if the, the sharpness improves in, in this one. So lots of lots of interesting elements to look for here. Also, you know, curious to see, as always, the young guys and, and how they're performing and how they are continuing their development. Guys like Luke Brennan, who I thought worked really hard, especially off the ball in New York, but didn't get a lot going on the ball. Uh, two players we didn't see in New York, David Mejia, Alan Carlton. Uh, they did not, uh, Carlton did not make the trip. Mejia did not appear. Eric Lopez has been playing consistently for the twos up top, and Again, work rate, very good. He's got that goal to show for it in the match against the Red Bulls, but you're looking for more consistency from him in being a dangerous threat. He's also got to get that service to be that dangerous threat. Uh, Noah Cobb continuing to get minutes for the twos as well. That's always a very important element of everything going on with Atlanta United 2 and Steve Cook's side. Sunday, we will have a radio-style call on Soccer Down Here. You can listen on SoccerDownHere.net. The website is very efficient on mobile, so you can do it that way as well. If you prefer an app, there is a Soccer Down Here app you can download. Um, Android, and it will be back in the iOS store. Um, There's been an issue with that, but you can also listen on the Spreaker app to search for Soccer Down Here. But the website's always an easy way to go. Uh, We'll have that radio call for you on Sunday, and you can watch the match on Apple TV's MLS Season Pass with Jamie Watson on commentary. Before we go, I wanted to share, uh, we talked about it in the interview with Matt Lowry, uh, Grady Jarrett speaking to the Atlanta United Academy players. Grady did media at Atlanta United's facility on Tuesday, and I asked him about what he said to the kids, and I wanted to end this edition of the B-Sides with Grady Jarrett and what he talked about with the players in Atlanta United's Academy that he met on Tuesday. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.
Uh, just I what I did was really just give him my story a little bit, and um, you know about growing up in Conyers, you know going to get my scholarship off from Clemson, just uh, based off of um, just being prepared for my moment. You know, I wasn't highly recruited, you know, wasn't highly drafted, but at the end of the day, you know, continue to work, continue to grind, and was able to you know overcome some obstacles and just how they can apply that to their life and um, and just uh, taking advantage of every opportunity, knowing that you know uh, you know nothing is owed to you and. At the end of the day, the work that you put in counts, and the work that you don't put in counts. So when you don't, um, when you give in to, um, you know, you may not feel like it this day, you may not feel like it that day, or you're gonna give up on your ultimate dream of making the big team, you know, just because you didn't feel like it that day, you know. So just, just give them a little motivation and just trying to find the parallels between the two sports and just how we can apply it to athletics and uh, life. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 